Welcome back to another edition of the Lunch Sessions. This is your host, Ricardo. I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Sancho. And uh, today we're going to talk about something a bit more serious. We're going to be talking about the conflict in uh, Ukraine with Russia. And, um, you know, we're going to give our thoughts about it. And uh, before we get started, you know, I got to ask you, Sancho. You came here about ten years ago, right? Is that is that about right? Uh yeah, muscle manos. You came I'm here about ten years yeah, ago. Twelve twenty twenty two now, thirteen years now actually. Thirteen years. Jeez. So you've been here you've been here more than a decade. Yeah. After all this time, you finally get your citizenship. <laughs> and now you gotta fight in World War Three. How do you feel about that? Okay, well number one. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, I mean, I feel like you you went straight to like a million, right? I guess we should just start to what's happening, right? Yeah, but, let's go. Let's go at least a bit into what's what's going on. And, yeah, and although, what, what what is World War Three? What is this? World War Three. What is this exactly? Uh, so, I guess it was a joke before Russia actually attacked uh Ukraine. It was more of a joke, but. And let's let's at least reel it back before we get into details as to what's going on for some people who just are watching the news. Well, I just uh, want to say let's timestamp this. We're recording this on Sunday, February twenty seventh. So whatever happens after today, we we don't know. We have no idea. What's <laughs> yeah. Going so exactly. if you're listening to this like a week ago, a week a week from now, and a lot of things happened, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have a time machine. So exactly. <laughs> but before I say anything, I will say this. Um, What's going on in Ukraine is tragic. It's very scary times, although I'm trying to liven the situation up by trying to be funny. Uh, let us all take a moment to realize that these are some very serious times. And uh, to keep Russia, or not Russia, I'm sorry, to keep Ukraine uh, in your prayers or in your thoughts, at least. Um, but for some context, as we know, uh, Russia recently invaded the Ukraine. Um, this has been an ongoing conflict between Russia and the Ukraine for some time now to the point where it's finally escalated. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm curious, what did you think when Russia invaded? First of all, did you think they would? And then well, when you got the news, what did you think? What did you well, think? Well, at first I didn't know what the fuck's going on. Like I didn't have, you know, what is this, right? What is the context, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's when I started, uh, you know, reading a lot about reading articles, watching a lot of YouTube videos where I sent you some of them. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, it makes a lot of sense to me now. I mean, I think I'll just provide some of the context based on my research as of like a few days. So number, there's more, it's, you know, always it's complicated, right? Why mm-hmm. is this happening? But line, I would say one part, I guess the biggest part of it is, you know, Soviet Union, right? It all goes back to the Soviet Union, to the Cold mm-hmm. War. You know, so back in the day, there's NATO and the Warsaw Pact, right? That was like mm-hmm. the Cold War, basically. And then eventually in the 90s, you know, just, just before we were born, the Soviet Union collapsed, Warsaw Pact collapsed, NATO remained. Right. Organization, which was created to fight the Soviet Union. Uh, and then eventually, uh, throughout the years, NATO keeps uh, acquiring more and more mem- members. You know, like you know, like Poland, you know, and I think it was even like a Sweden or something. You know, it basically NATO was normally a Western European, and then the U.S. Mm-hmm. In a way, if you think about it, it's kind of like conquering through alliance. 
right? Like, you know, they're more, like, if you look at the map, right, NATO is becoming more and more members, and the members are becoming nearer to Russia, basically, right? And then Ukraine, mm-hmm. being a former uh, part of the Soviet Union, is applying to NATO. So, you know, strategically, you'll be like, oh, shit, if you're like Russia, like, mm-hmm. it's literally going to be in my border. And, you know, mm-hmm. Ukraine used to be part of the Warsaw Pact, it used to be part of the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it really, based on where it really like flipped the past few years because before Ukraine used to be a puppet state of Russia, basically, like they have like, you know, Russian, a friendly Russian president. But as of recently, I think that their current president now, they got a, they elected a president who is pro US, pro EU, pro NATO, right? And that's right. why they started applying to be part of NATO. So to provide context, NATO's uh, basically number one purpose is saying if you attack one of us you're attacking mm-hmm. all of us so that so, is kind of what russia is kind of uh preventing they're like oh before ukraine become parts of nato let me attack them mm-hmm. because if they become part of nato and they attack them we're attacking the united states and exactly you know, it is an international military alliance exactly. yeah so that's i would say that's number one and the number two also is ukraine recently found there's oil <laughs> in ukraine a bunch of oil so Russia basically, you know, same thing that the U.S. does, right? Except the U.S. kind of hides behind some agenda, and Russia, yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, oh, you know, what I mean, like we don't, they don't, they're not like the U.S. who try to be, you know, the good guy. They're like, yeah, we're the bad guy, and they, you know, they, think and we know that we're the bad guy. Yeah, they know it. they're the bad guy, and they'll do it. They admit it. So mm-hmm. yeah, they recently found. So Ukraine was recently found a bunch of oil reserves, and they were supposed to like compete with Russia, mm-hmm. but they're like, well. We'll take it. That's why they actually invaded Crimea because a lot of the oils were actually found in the water by Crimea. Gotcha. And then, the, you know, the third reason, I guess part of it, there's uh, some, you know, it's complicated because Ukraine used to be part of Russia. So there's some parts of Ukraine right. that still want to be part of Russia, right? And those are the ones under the control of Russia right now. That's kind of where they're holding their military bases. This, uh, you know, Russia, they, in for a while, They've been fighting. There's been some little war between the states and Ukraine. They're kind of like rebels, but then now they're like, you know, uh, Russia's basically like, oh, we we recognize them as independent nations, and they're basically part of Russia now. Mm-hmm. So that is that is kind of like the status quo and why they're doing it. Now the question is like, are they gonna just keep the status quo now, or are they just gonna go ahead and conquer the whole country, right? Because we, their his goal is. Right. What what is what does he want? Does he want to right. conquer the whole country? Does, does he want to conquer whole of Europe after he conquer Ukraine, continue and attack Poland and you know, all like the other countries after mm-hmm. that? Germany, right? So that's kind of like the big question mark is he doesn't seem to have a goal in mind here, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it seems like I mean about my main impression after knowing all of that, it seems like Putin is stuck in the world war mindset, cold war mindset. I mean, it makes sense. He's a KGB agent, you know, like he dedicated right. his entire life in the Cold War. And I feel like we're all just here, like watching TikTok and chilling on Facebook and all that stuff. We, you know, we moved on to this kind of shit. You know, like who cares if Ukraine becomes part of NATO, right? Like it's not like, you know, they're going to like, Ukraine, you know, the US going to attack Russia, right? That's not right. going to happen. So it seems like this is like a chess move in his mind, you know, mm-hmm. which I think makes sense militarily, but. It makes sense if they're. He's just. I think he's just afraid of the West, right? Like he. he that, and that's what he said in his speeches. He said this. This move is a self-defense thing because he's being choked, right? He's being yeah. surrounded by his enemies, basically quotation mark enemies, right? Yeah. 
Uh, and the, well, I think I mean, if, if he has <laughs> issues with the U.S., then absolutely the U.S. Uh, the U.S. even coming on to into Ukraine or the NATO agreement would be his biggest nightmare. So it makes exactly. I'm yeah. not just. I'm not. You know. I'm, yeah, it makes sense if mm-hmm. you were in his shoes. Um, yeah. Also, the the video that I watch, like mm-hmm. right now, I think mm-hmm. Poland is part of NATO. They just, they, I think they just one of the newest members they have. Gotcha. Like, if if they go to war with NATO, they literally have like this little tight uh, opening, and it's like full of dangerous terrain mountains to go to Russia. So mm-hmm. the it's hard. NATO will is gonna have a hard time attacking Russia. Like they're just gonna have a choke point. But if Ukraine joins NATO. You see their big border, right? Yeah, like that's gonna be the front line of NATO. Yeah, and exactly. They, they can, you know, they can probably fuck Russia up after that. So that's really the main. I would say that is the main. I mean, you know, it's a military thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're like, I want to avoid Ukraine being part of NATO. So if in the future I went to war with NATO, you know, I'll, 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 because I'll be fucked if I went to war with NATO if yep. Ukraine's part of oh, NATO. Yeah. That's their right? Yeah. yeah. So that's basically. Then that's what absolutely a world war. Yeah, yeah. So it's really scary to be honest, because mm-hmm. world wars. If you look at the history of the World War One, World War Two, right? World War Two started with Germany invading Poland, you know, and then yeah. it just. And then here's one thing that, like, before our our lunching session, I was just watching this speech from Germany, you know, and they're they're they they said they're going to invest five hundred billion dollars in modernizing their military to defend themselves. So it's it's like from the movies. Remember when you watch war movies? Yeah, like they're like. Oh, you know, like some, some, like the real bad guy is just gonna use this as an example to actually, like, because what if actually, like, World War Three started by Germany again? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what if, like, you know, they're using, yeah, they're using this Russian conflict as a excuse to, like, because you know, since World War Two, Germany doesn't really have that much military power because mm-hmm. they were chastised, right? Because you're, right. you're going to start another world war. Well, now, yeah, like what today, you're getting all that muscle for, yeah, yeah, just... yeah. As of today, they have yeah. a reason to build up again, yeah, exactly. which, in a way, is that's actually what Trump and you know the U.S. has been asking. Because in the, in the longer longest run, you the U.S. has been asking Europe to like. In, that's why they have universal healthcare and shit because they're not putting money in their military. Right. Like, oh, the U.S. is going to defend us. But now this is happening in Russia. All these European countries are like, oh, shoot, like we got to actually invest. We probably got to make sure we don't get fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. We can't just depend on like, you know, the US. They're like, you know, they have to, they're across the world. They can't can just depend on us. So they got to defend themselves too. But in a way, you know, I mean, I'm kind of not trusting of Germany. <laughs> you know, yeah, you got you to gotta have a bad. You know, so they, yeah, I was watching the, the chancellor give a speech like, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to fight. We're going to like, you know, it's like, I don't know. It was like, yeah, it's like, it's like from a movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, because of Russia, we're going to like increase our military. You know, we're going to modernize our military. We're going to use more. We're going to send jets. So, you know, I mean, that's that's kind of how it starts, right? One country starts it, other countries military, and then, you know, uh, in the name of defense. Are you are you calling it here? Germany starts World War Three. Is that, is that what? No, I hope so not. <laughs> I mean, it, it's different, right? I mean, I think yeah. in the in the you know since World War Two and now Germany seems to have like a peaceful reputation, mm-hmm. and it seems like you know with their their new chancellor seems to be like they seem to be sane, you know. <laughs> like yeah. it, seems, it seems like the, the a lot of the leaders are really sane. Mm-hmm. But it seems like uh, you know. I mean, I'm just saying it's a country, right? They have that reputation, they have that history. But I mean, it seems like what they're doing is really, to be honest, it seems like you know they just want to defend themselves, right? Yeah. 
But you know, it's one of those things where like, yeah, the guy leading there right now might be good, but you build out that weapon. But what if like the next year, is a weirdo. Yeah, the next the next mm-hmm. guy is like a cuckoo. You know, and then uh, you know, like right now Putin's basically a cuckoo for doing this, I think. Because I mean, I don't know what you think if you're him, but I feel like there's no threat, right? I mean, the U.S. is not gonna attack Russia, like you know. Uh, no, like I, I, I can agree. This is what I'll say. I can agree okay. that U.S. won't openly attack Russia, but let me put it like this: mm-hmm. think about, think about your enemy, right? Do you think about somebody who you've ever considered an enemy, right? Maybe you don't have one, mm-hmm. but think about somebody you've ever considered an enemy, and then he moves directly next door. How yeah. do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah. That is right. exactly what I picture when he says it. So that's why in my head when you go, they may not attack. First of all, I go, first of all, we don't even know that. Mm-hmm. Second, I, they certainly won't do it out in public. Um, but third, consider that. You know, now you have your enemy who's moved next door to you. And it's e- even the sole fact of that, there, there's, there's something unsaid that is loud in that particular action, if that makes sense. Um, that's exactly what Putin felt, and that's why he said... And so I get, so I get he said, that. He said he's the victim. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but I get that. <laughs> you know, I don't know about all that, but but I, I, I can understand the, 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 the sense of concern from his part. Yeah, yeah, so but, that's basically it. That's basically mm-hmm. why we're in this situation. Yeah, man. You know, basically, you know, it's like the, exactly what you're situated, right? Your enemy moving next door, and then you just mm-hmm. attack your enemy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, exactly. Well, you prevented you, you, you attack cost, the right? tenant exactly. before the enemy moves in there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You go, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing <laughs> I kind of like, want to bring up, like, no. you know, I mean, I want to bring up this, like, point. Like, what do you think if Trump is still president? How would he handle this? Um, I think we'll all be dead by now. How do we <laughs> imagine? Uh, you know what? I think he would be outwardly vocal. I just, yeah, yeah, he didn't like Russia when he was uh, when he was a president, right? Oh no, yeah, he did. We kept saying he was uh, Putin's. He was a puppet, yeah, yeah right. He was Putin's puppet, which is just... and he keeps praising him. He's yeah. saying genius and all that stuff. That's why in my head I'm like, what would he do? Because in my head he wouldn't feel obligated for the conflict. Yeah, because right? I just kind of blows my mind when I see all this like far right, mm-hmm. like, all this Republican friends of mine, like this, you yeah. know, like they keep posting like, oh, you know, like if Trump's president, this would have never happened because Putin is scared of Trump, you know. But I don't know about that. In my mind, I was like, isn't that scarier? Like. If you know, I mean, if he's scared, you know, let's say he still did it, and then, you know, and then our, you know, and he still and he started like attacking, right? Because it seemed like that's what they want. They want, like, the U.S. to like, in, like, you know, defend Ukraine, and then that. I don't that, think so. You know, I mean, because if, if, if it goes to that, what we are talking about is world war, and we're, I mean, yeah, if, exactly. If, if you yeah. suspect, I mean, if you sus- and I'm not saying you do, but if you do suspect um, that he's trying to take us there, then there's, you know, then there's that. But I, I can't imagine he wants that. But then again, I can't imagine any person wants wants to. Yeah, because like I think like, right now, I don't know. Like I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we know Biden's always sleeping, but I feel like, yeah, right. like uh, I think it's good because I think right now he he would he's letting the the generals kind of take over. Yeah. 
I mean, like, just delegate this, you know, because I feel like with a government structure, right, like the president is like, what, is basically getting, getting like, retired or getting fired every four years. Sure. But those, like, like, you know, p- career people, you know, I think a lot of people call him the deep state, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the career generals or like the career diplomats. Yeah. Those are the ones who knows how to handle this. Right. And I think Biden just letting them do it is like the best case scenario because they're actually the experts. Because I, I feel so. like Trump would like his ego's too big to let them handle it, and he'll like he's he'll start like messing up their game plan. That's why I I agree with that. I agree that he would he would feel the need to have final say on whatever happens. But I don't know what what he would want to happen though. What do you think is your prediction? What thing's gonna happen in the next? Because this is hap- I feel like every day there's like big, there's big news. Um, news, right? I think. Um, let me ask before before that. Do you think any of the issues that that caused this to happen? Do you think any of them can be resolved quickly or easily? So here, here's the situation diplomatically, right? Because mm-hmm. Putin's demand is like to. You know, to like basically pull go NATO go back to Germany. Yeah, that's what he wants, right? But the NATO's not gonna do that because there's a lot of NATO members outside, you know, on the east of Germany, and they're not gonna abandon them, right? Right. You know, but it's like, but I think at the end of the day, the way I see it, you know, I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to end this podcast without mentioning the the ghost of Kiev. Oh I mean, yeah, shout out to yeah. Like that. I mean, there's a lot. It seems like the military of Ukraine is pretty badass. Like they might not be having the most numbers. Because like, think about it. I think for the first time ever, I think in our lifetime, or maybe since World War Two, you know, there's this, there's this in a way. Like yes, Russia is the favorites, mm-hmm. but Ukraine is still. They still have like. 300 jets they still have you know they have modern military right right They're, it's not like as the previous war what, what when the u.s invaded afghanistan and iraq right mm-hmm. like what they, it's it's pretty one-sided right it's it's like the warriors playing some high school varsity team kind of thing right you know yeah. sort of like nba nfl speak right so in sports speak so now here it's like what let's say like the patriots playing uh the 49ers or or the or who's the who on like the Rams, right? The Rams playing, let's say the uh, what is a team that is kind of middle? Yeah, I'll say the my Patriots, right? The mm-hmm. Rams play the Patriots, right? So like the Patriots are like Ukraine, and the Rams are like Russia, mm-hmm. right? So it's like there Russia is still the favorite, but it's not too much of a gap, right? You know what I mean? Like it's like what right. top, top three military, top two, top three military in the world yeah. versus yeah. like what I don't know how where Ukraine is probably around top twenty, top between top 20 to 30 i'm assuming right because they're they yeah, they, good, maybe yeah they're not a third world country they have pretty good economy and stuff right, right. so right. it's just kind of you know it's i mean it might sound fucked up in me but it's kind of sound exciting that we actually get to see for the first time ever we're seeing this modern jets shoot each other <laughs> right yeah i was saying there's, there's <laughs> definitely been a ton of footage of, of, of the war out there yeah like when that never happened uh-huh. before the last time we had dog fights was I, I would think in the Korean War, and that was yeah. just like the first generation of jets after we had those propeller jets or whatever. I, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's exciting. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not gonna agree with that. That it's super exciting times. Yeah. Um. But I, I will say that it is interesting the amount of footage that we have and the amount of like we're already getting statistics about losses. It's just 
I don't know. It's it's, it's yeah. definitely an interesting time to bear witness, yeah, especially also, in this age. Yeah, because I when I was a kid, you know, I mean, I I, don't, I want a disclaimer. You know, I'm sad. This is all ba- a lot of bad things happening, but. You know, even when I was a kid, I watched the Iraq war, the Iran war. You know, I'm, we play games, right? War games and stuff, right? Right. So, you know, so it's like StarCraft. So it's like this stuff happening in real life. So, like, watching this, like, missiles and, like, mm-hmm. having these tanks, you know, like, the military strategy behind it. Like, I remember watching that in uh, when I was a kid, and I had a lot of free time back then. After school, I just turned on the TV, watched the news, and I would remember the Philippine media covered the... Uh, the invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan, like, you know, from taking one city to another. Mm. And that was just like one side that I would remember, like we would have, would have like one battle and the U S will just kill everyone. And they'll have like one person injured, you know, yeah. it was like a blowout, you know, that's an example of a blowout in, in sports. Well here, this one is, it's well, number one, they're not even, I think the other wars are more focused on terrorism, right? Mm-hmm. They're more like fighting insurgents. I mean, I guess aside from, I guess the closest we have is the Saddam Hussein Iraq one. But like I said, again, it's like, you know, it's like rank number one team fighting a rank 60 team, right? Now we're having number 30 fighting a rank number 20. Yeah. March Madness, right? Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like that. So it's like, it's one-sided back then. And before it was like a terrorism thing. Well, this one is actually like, an invasion for sake of invasion kind of thing, right? right. Like, this is like, this right, like right. Old, old school war that we thought were extinct already. Yeah. And just the fact that we're seeing, you know, the social media age, like I said, you're seeing, we're having all this like footage. But my main point was saying, I think what can really stop this is, you know, it's, it's Joe Borrow, man. You know, Joe Borrow was there, right? <laughs> he, was still, he went to Ukraine. But yeah, but that's what I meant. I feel like, you know, all these boxers, all these celebrities, all these yeah. like, like they're fighting in Ukraine, right? This Ukrainian boxers, you know, like the heavyweight champion. I think was, was deep. I forgot his name. I can't pronounce his name. It's you know, yeah. But you know, like this, it seems like this Ukrainian people are really putting up a good fight. Uh, they're putting up an impassioned fight. Yeah, they're certainly yeah. putting up an impassioned fight. What I'll say is this, um, and this is why I was asking whether you think these the issues between them can be resolved easily. Because in my head, I go, all right, now we got to do a cost-benefit analysis here. Uh, what is it that they, that they want, right? And then now is it worth the fact that, holy shit, Ukraine's suddenly better at fighting than we thought they'd be, and now we're taking a ton of losses. Now is it worth it to continue this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Because in my head, I could, I, you know, I, in the in the in the way and because I am not a military strategist, so to me, the way I try to boil this down to see if I can try to understand what's going on is I try to bring it back to schoolyard bullies. And in my head, I imagine Russia's the bully, Ukraine yep. is the individual defending themselves. Now, a bully will fuck you up every single day of the week as long as you don't fight back. Uh-huh. But the day you do fight back. And the day he realizes, even if he wins, he's going to have a hard time fighting you every single time. That's when he stops fucking with you. So in my head, I imagine that if the Ukraine continues this, what seems to be um, uh, great defense, you know, right? These great counterattacks. I imagine Russia eventually stopping and and retreating. I imagine. I don't know how big Vladimir Putin's ego is. To the point where he goes, I don't care how many people I lose. I'm taking this. I'm taking. I'm invading to win. You know, I, I don't know how invested he is in it. Um, but if I were to guess, I don't know that he is, and I don't think that he is. 
So I don't think he'll keep this long term. But again, this is me. This is as somebody who's um, honestly, I don't know how how interested, like how much he thinks he needs this property. I, yeah. you know, on the other hand, when we were I talking a little, property, yeah. when we were talking a little bit earlier, we were saying, you know, it's like your enemy moving next door. You know, some people you may want to stop that at all costs. So he may go fuck this. I'll sacrifice whatever I need to because the second you, I'm not gonna say the U.S. But the second NATO is allowed to establish a military base or, you know, in, in, you know, an operation this close to me, I'm done. Russia's done. So he may be thinking I'm fighting for Russia's life. And if that's the case, this, this invasion won't stop anytime soon. And I think Ukraine will lose. Only because I'm thinking Russia's a much larger, uh, much larger uh, country. And in the war of attrition, I would think Russia would win. But that's my thought, you know. Yeah, no, that is a very good point. I mean, it is, I mean, another thing I forgot to mention was like one of the reasons they're doing this is, you know, they annexed Ukraine in 2014, right? So mm-hmm. Ukraine's uh, water supply comes from a river. And basically, Crimea's water supply comes from a river, like comes from Ukraine, right? Mm-hmm. And basically, as a fuck you to Russia, they uh, sealed down the river. Oh, really? Yeah, so right now you uh, basically Crimea is like uh you know they're without water. They got no water, yeah, got no yeah. water. So like th- what Russia's doing is they're like literally from Russia, they're like supplying them with like water from trucks. Yeah, see. Like every you know, and they're costing them billions of dollars. I was gonna say, and yeah. how much is how and like and is that worth it, right? Because you're talking yeah. about an infrastructure issue now where you yeah. got citizens who can't get water, citizens who got nothing to do with this bullshit you're trying to get going on. Who can't even drink now? Because I mean, if if so, I think one of their goal is to bomb that uh, cement, so water will fall through Crimea again. Oh, okay. So you, you know, know and then, yeah. but then, and then also, I think they already achieved their one. Their one of their goals, which is to basically occupy those uh, Russian states, like you know mm-hmm. the Ukraine states that want to be part. Of- mm-hmm. I think that's already part of Russia. You know, like Ukraine already lost those for sure. Right. Like, because I mean, those people want to be part of Russia anyway, so exactly. why would keep them, right? They wouldn't fight too hard for them. Yeah, and then even if they bomb those sealed, you know, and then Ukraine, uh, Crimea gets this water again, what's stopping Ukraine from sealing it again? Right? Exactly. So that's exactly. really the decision Putin has to do, right? Like, cause he, he can stop now and he's done, right? Yeah. He already got the Russian states, and I, I'm I'm not sure if they already bombed the waterway. I'm pretty sure they probably did. Already, you know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. gonna be like probably like you know pretty easy for them to just take care of. Yeah, but you know, there's that risk of like Ukraine just cementing it again. Mm-hmm. But then that's even if they stop now, that's not gonna solve the NATO problem they have, right? No. So you know, so that's really the conundrum. But it seems like with this, like I said, this strong Ukrainian defense, mm-hmm. how long can this hold up? Because it seems like you know the, you know the internet, the whole world is basically like supplying ukraine with all this you know they got all the support they got all the high morale even right. the Russian people don't like this you know it's like i was actually gonna yeah, ask people that. in what russia is... are not even supporting this war yeah see and that's and that's and that's a whole big thing i mean now don't get me wrong russia they do it different from the u.s if uh <laughs> they're trying to do if they're gonna do what they want to do they're gonna do what the fuck they want to do yeah but in my head i i do wonder if this is unpopular even to the Russian people, how long can he continue this bullshit? And, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he can do it probably as long as he wants to, but at some point, I do wonder 
Like, what are the, you know, I, I just wonder what the citizens will say, unless it's just universally unpopular, but they can't do anything about it. Yeah, Which I mean, they protest and stuff, but it, it, it yeah. seems like, you know, it's, it's, it's really like what the German chancellor said in his speech today, like, this is Putin's war. Yeah. We started this, you know, I mean, the U.S. started wars, but they always, you know, 9-11 happened, so we go to war because of that. Kind yeah, exactly. Of, you know, like, like, Russia didn't have a 9-11, they just did it, like, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it, it it is all like I mean it's something that makes sense I guess like a hundred two hundred years ago, but it doesn't make sense in twenty twenty two. And another thing I want to bring up is like there's tensions now in China as well because now they're saying hey maybe China can use this to invade Taiwan, you know. And if that happens, that's where I think that's the real problem comes in because you're you know you're because unlike unlike Russia mm-hmm. where like they can they're basically like a very fucked up economically country even before yeah. it did right. China is like even arguably like even bigger economy than us, right? You know, so that's gonna yeah. be, you know, it's like a sleeping giant right there. Are they gonna get in? Are they gonna do something? It or are they? I mean, we're lucky they're kind of quiet right now. That's a one problem at a time, man. Let's just put it that yeah. way. Yeah, because like if if they're gonna do something, this is like you know, like there's a time to do it. There's yeah. a time to do it because they know the the West, you know, the U.S. like resources are gonna be divided between like yeah. like China and that's what we all think right world war 2 is going to be basically Russia and China versus like the west versus nato and you know and the scary thing about it i mean i don't know if you heard today like russia basically putin basically said like he, they just activated their nuclear weapons i did read that yeah, yeah. to get their nuclear pe- uh, weapons on standby which i think in a way is a good thing because because of the threat of the end of the world in like 2 minutes yeah. right yeah. mutually assured destruction yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I would because imagine if there's no, we would probably be in World War Three right now, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. the U.S. or you know what I mean, like I can agree. China already, like, think about it. Without nukes, China already did their move, right? And then we will be involved in Ukraine already. We would be involved in Taiwan, and that's World War Three. There's a Taiwan theater, and there's like a, it's like world, it's like Pacific theater. All that. the Philippines is gonna be involved again, you know, like yes. what? And that's a question. What is the ter- the is gonna be super important? Because what is the Philippines going to do? Are they going to ally with the U.S. or with China? Because we've historically been a U.S. ally, but Duterte likes sucking China's dick. So <laughs> what's going to happen there? Yeah. And it's an election right now as well. Well, who cares about Duterte? Because there's going to be a new president anyway. So, but yeah. yeah, so in a way, I say it's it's a good thing that, you know, because right now we know once Russia and the U.S. touch, we're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> Right, that's what it seems like. Yeah, that's certainly what it seems like. Well, yeah. it, it is sad, but let's just hope. Uh, so let's let's answer our question. I guess to close it out, uh, what is gonna be our what's our what's our call in this? What do you think is gonna happen? Final call. Yeah. Final call is uh, the optimist to me hopes that Russia backs off. Okay. The what I call realist slash pessimist version of me suspects that this will blow up. And although I don't know if we will, I don't know if this will lead to a world war. I, I really don't. And I don't, I just don't believe this will be what leads to a world war. Yeah. I uh, that being said, I, I certainly believe that this will escalate um, past a Russian invasion. Uh, but we'll see. 
you know, I, I think we'll need to see. But I'm hoping, like I said, I'm hoping Russia Russia eventually backs off after taking enough losses. Okay. That's right. I mean, uh, I'm really, you know, I'm really optimistic. I really hope this would. I thought there's, you know, it's one of those, as what they're saying, they'll just back down. I mean, they already got the Russian states. And then they'll, yeah. you know, they keep Crimea. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with the water problem. But, you know, and then I guess if they keep fighting and they take Ukraine and Ukraine becomes part of Russia, I think then dec- the next few decades or even next this coming century, there's no turning back. It's not going to be the same anymore because even right now, I think it's it's not the same anymore, right? Like now we know that, like, I feel like we had a little sense of world peace for a while, like for yeah. a few decades, right? Like uh, we, we were fighting terrorists. There's a few bombing against ISIS and stuff like that, but nothing, you know, there's nothing big like this, like a, a country doing something fucked up, right? right. That's, that's over. The streak is over. We actually have a country conquer another country. Like this shit used to happen like all the time back in like the 1800s, you know, like, right. you know, and now it's like we thought at World War Two kind of like, we thought we would all learn our lesson from World War Two, but it seems like Putin didn't. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I guess the world's not gonna be the same. It just kind of sucks, and it happens after Corona. But it also makes me feel how, you know, I guess in a way more appreciative of our parents, like the boomers, because like what we get a little taste of this. This is like an anchor of the Cold War. Yeah, they lived through like the you know they, they lived, lived through, through some the, shit. Yeah, they lived through the original, the original shit. Like uh. You know what I mean? This is like a, what do you call that? Like, it's not necessarily part two, but you know, like an encore. Like, a, you know, after you watch a movie, you watch after, you know, you watch the after credits. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is kind of like an after credits of the Cold War kind of thing. Like this used to happen, you know, like with the Cuban, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Just think about that. Yeah. Like you literally have nukes in Cuba pointing and pointing in the United States. <laughs> like you know, I think that was even worse in that sense. You know, exactly. But so, I really hope this just dies down. Uh, we'll see. I mean, if it's coming two ways, right? The more optimistic way is like, like Ukraine just doesn't become part of NATO, right? right? And that, that that'll be fine. That'll be the end of it. I think that's the best case scenario. But I would say I won't say worst case. I mean, I think worst case scenario will all die. We're end of the world. This this is this, this, that is the worst case scenario. Yeah, I would agree. That happen. But I would say the other mid case scenario is like. Uh, Ukraine's gonna be part of Russia, and then we're yeah. gonna, we're we'll all have to change our maps, and we're gonna live in a this coming twenty what two thousand twenty two thousands to two thousand hundreds. This coming next few decades is gonna be a decades of tension mm. with Russia and China and the West, and you know, I don't know. There's probably gonna be more division. You know, uh, I'm just gonna pray I can age out of the draft. Once once I age out of it, you know what? I don't think I'll care what's going on with the world anymore. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, um, I, I think it's I, – I don't think no. we'll have to worry about the draft because I think once the U.S. gets involved, we're all going to – you know, like we don't even have – you know, we don't have to do foot soldiers kind of stuff. Yeah. More like, you know, nukes flying out of the sky and then – That's true. You know. So, in other we, words, we let's not even invest in our futures. We should probably blow all our money, pull pull our four hundred one ks, and just prepare for <laughs> prepare for World War or whatever. I hope, I hope not. I mean, getting married and stuff, but That's yeah, true. It's just crazy how like this is happening. Like this mm-hmm. is gonna be the world my kids are gonna gonna know. 
where there's like the evil bad guy Russia, the evil Putin bad guy. Yeah. What happens? He's basically like I guess I would say he's a lower tier than Hitler right now, but you know, but he's kind of like getting to that direction, that Hitler direction, right? I mean, that's kind of. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I. Let's not forget what he did. I mean, we're talking about genocide of. That's you know, what I'm like, saying. Like, I mean, oh, because if like, once he started yeah. doing the genocide stuff, like yeah. he worse, then he graduates to the high, you know, to the next. Oh, okay. Like he's like a level down. That's what I'm saying. He's just invading. I mean, people, like let's not forget. I mean, this may be like one of the biggest, most widely known wars, but let's not act like this is the only war that's been going on. I bet if you even look back, even within the last few years, I bet there's some more going on in some country we just don't give a shit about. Um, so like I, 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 when I Europe, if, right? Yeah. What I would say is, if we're more, we're we're certainly in a far more peaceful time. But I'm convinced that there are certainly wars going on that we just don't know or care about, um, and invasions that have happened that we just we probably have cared about, and we cared about it for two weeks. So I, you know, on some level, I do think that this is blown up for the sake of being blown up. Not not sorry, not blown up for the sake of being blown up, but I do wonder. How much of this is uh, related to us being forced to care about this issue versus, um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, I, I is... because I would say, like, yes, there's a lot of like wars going on, but this, yeah. I think that what makes this a big deal is it involves, but it involves Russia power. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah like, uh, like, yeah, it's yeah, like, you know, yeah. African country A goes to war with African country B. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, yeah, it's sad, but we're not, we're going to be okay here in DC. Exactly. But we actually have, I would say, we have interest in what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, I would say, like, we have like about a 1% chance of getting nuked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's what makes it like scary because. And that's why, you know, like North Korea is a big deal. Iran is a big deal. China is a big deal, right? Because this these countries have the capability to end mankind. Yeah. You know, that's, and I think that's what makes it so crazy because we can, we can all die because of this, you know? Yeah, well, like, you know, like, you know, we can go to, we went to war with Afghanistan and Iraq and, you know, it, it didn't really, it didn't have the same magnitude. Afghanistan didn't have nukes. Right. Yeah, yeah let's let's uh we've invaded the first place. Yeah. All right, let's uh let's wrap this up. What are okay. your final thoughts? Uh let's just pray to God that we all live. At the end of the day it's really, you know, it's really up to to Putin, right? And what is he gonna do? We will call, you know, I mean I guess the world is reacting to his actions. Uh I would even say, like, I don't know if there might be a, a plot to assassinate him. Maybe. Maybe. It's Maybe. Like, this is really, like, same with Hitler, right? Like, that's why there's a parallel there. Like, this is one person, like, waging, you know, one person one person versus the world kind of situation, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like, even the, the country don't even support it, right? It's kind of, I guess, yeah. the contract is kind of different with, like, how the U.S. does things. Because, you know, like, we, you know, we went to... I think in a way it's kind of crazy because this is the first time ever, what in like a century that, like a uh, a country outside of the United States did something, like right. militarily, right? Because the U.S. always does so much. Shit. Right. Now, yeah. So I'll just say that I think we'll just hope we all live and, you know, I hope it's it's turns for the best. I'm with you, man. Uh, 
I'm with you in that. I hope that. I mean, it's it's too late. We can't all live. People have died already. So yeah, we're we're already there. We're already at the point of no return. That being said, I can hope, or I do hope, that um, this conflict ends as soon as possible, um, and that until that happens, as minimal of losses that can be had it is had. Um, I hope that there's a reasonable resolution to this. Um, but you know, this is unprecedented times for people our age. So, you know, I think it's just on us to kind of look, uh, sorry, keep ourselves aware of what's going on, keep ourselves informed. Um, and let's just see what happens. Let's see how, how all this plays out. Let's see yeah. how our, how our um, I mean, I, I don't know what to expect from Biden out of this, but let's see. As a leader, I mean, this is, this is going to be a, a huge moment in his presidential uh, career. So, how he plays this out, if he even does or, or not, is, I mean, I do think it will affect his uh, re-election. I mean, if, you know, if we're going to pull this back to America. But, you know, again, I think this is on us at this point to just wait and see what happens. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I just hope, uh, yeah, things would, would go well. And also, I want to say, like, yeah, let's just pray for those innocent people getting killed. Right? Yeah, man. The kids, you know, they're bombing apartments and shit. Like, why? Yeah, it's crazy. It seems like they're uh, they're violating a lot of like what Geneva Convention or something. Yeah, they're only supposed to attack military people, but it seems like what's happening is they're targeting innocent civilians as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a messy situation. But although although we leave uh, this podcast on a somber note. Uh, let's at least be optimistic for a brighter future. But uh, thank you to all our listeners for uh, sticking with us throughout this episode of the Lunch Sessions. I think we uh, this is an important discussion. I think this will be very interesting to see how all this plays out. This will be interesting to uh, listen to when we play it back maybe some years into the future to see if how, how our predictions came out. Alrighty, and you guys can, and if you have any questions, you can reach us at publicdiscoursepodcast at gmail.com Again, that's public discord podcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Peace. Peace.